Welcome back, guys. You're in, you're listening to Encounter with God here on Faith FM. Not sure where Mon is right now, but um, she's coming up the stairs. She is running to be to get here, but we've got Don with us still, so it's all good. And uh, she, when she arrives with her breakfast, which is which is delicately balancing. I'm trying not to spill it everywhere, all over the studio. Um, she will be able to give us our um, our first clue for our quiz. But we've got Don here who's filling in. Um, Don was was uh, joining us for the interview a minute ago and has graciously agreed to stay for the Bible study. So, um, Which we're very excited about. Yeah, absolutely. Thank we you, love Don. it when our guests stay for the Bible study. It's the best. I, I right. feel so welcome to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Don, uh, why don't you read for us uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. Don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God lives in you? God will destroy anyone who destroys this temple, for God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Now, that's interesting. You know, you're reading it from the NLT there, which gives a bit of a different perspective from the uh, KJV that I often read, where it says, you all together somewhere in that first line? Something along those, uh, something that I I picked up there that was um, just a little bit different. Yes, all of you together. All of you together. Are the temple of God. So it's a collective. Yeah. I often read that um, as as, a a verse to me personally, uh, where, you know, my body is the temple of God. I, you know, I'm the temple of God. God lives in me. Uh, But this is actually talking corporately, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's a very, very interesting concept to to consider that um, I'm sure it is both that it is an individual thing, but, you know, uh, we we are, as uh, it is said in other parts of the scripture, you know, stones that build up this temple Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, together. And, um, you know, I, I think that we sometimes forget that not only as an individual we represent a God on this earth, but collectively we do exactly the same. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, you know, and when you think about, you know, let's maybe take a moment to stop and think about the different uh, temples that there are. You know, you've got the temple that, uh, I guess the first one that comes to mind is the one that Moses built. Then you've got the one that uh, Solomon built, the one that Zerubbabel built. Zerubbabel. Isn't it Zerubbabel? (laughs) (laughs) Holiday brain strikes again. (laughs) You know, I never get my tongue around that. Doesn't even matter if I'm not in holiday brain. I never get my tongue around that one. Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, isn't it? Uh, Whatever. Um, I'm just so happy I know how to pronounce one for once that you don't. <laughs> it's usually him correcting me. <laughs> just say it with confidence. Yes. Um, but uh, you know, then you, then you've got the one that Herod built. Uh, then you've got the one that's in heaven. Then the, you've got the one that is your body. And this is the one that is the church. The church is the temple of God. And uh, and and you know, when the Bible says, you know, and anyone who defiles that temple, you know, God will destroy. Uh, sometimes we, well, I often read this passage within the context, you know, we defile the temple, which is our body, um, and, and, and God will destroy the person who, you know, just sort of, you know, God has given us this amazing piece of mechanism, you know, this amazing mechanism that is our body, and you just go out and purposely destroy it, then, you know, that's not going to be pleasing to God either. But here he's actually talking corporately about the church. It's actually quite interesting. I've never thought about it like that, you know, Lyle. It's quite enlightening because usually when you think about being an example to uh, you know, non-believers when they're when they're looking at Christians, you know, you think to yourself, "Oh, I'm doing it right. Like I'm I'm setting a pretty good example of Jesus in and of myself." But when you think about corporately, like as a church setting example, because you know, there's a lot of infighting in churches and how we get along with each other. 
corporately also exemplifies Christ, I think there's a lot of us who should hang our head in shame mm-hmm. with that reality. Yeah. Welcome back, Mon, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Glad to have you on the show this morning. Yeah, I had a little freak out there for a second because I couldn't find the, uh, the quiz card. Turns out I was standing on it. So <laughs> I'm back now. Would you, would you like to share the quiz with us? Sure. Let me give you another clue. What am I? Jonathan used three of these to send a message to David. Mm. Give us a call if you know the answer. 1-800-324-843 is our number or text us on 0491 Or send us a message via any of our social medias and there will be a prize coming your way. And of course, don't forget that we have the ultimate of all ultimate giveaways and that is a holiday here at the Adventist Alpine Village in Jindabyne where we are transmitting from for this week. Uh, we're here with the Grey Nomads and we have a giveaway of two holidays uh, for either a couple or a family. Uh, summertime passes, uh, call now to register, call, text or message to register your details um, to be in the draw for one of those. We draw a name on Friday. Mm, two days left. Indeed we do. Can't wait for that. All right. Oh, did we have anything yet left on YouTube? Yes, we have four more books left to give away on YouTube. So if you want to jump across to our brand new YouTube channel, uh, go to YouTube, search for Faith FM Australia. We do upload wonderful new quality content every weekday. Uh, just subscribe to us there. So hit the subscribe button. Um, your subscription uh, notification will come through on our side and uh, we'll be in touch with you and we're going to send out a copy of the Simply Tasty Nature's Superfoods Super Healthy Cookbook. So. Yes. Okay. So, getting back to this concept of the temple, let's think about this for a moment. We've got this uh, this temple. It's it's um, it's it's it is the most magnificent building probably in the ancient world in its day. If you think about Herod's temple, um, we've talked about this a number of times here on Faith FM. You know, you go to Jerusalem today. Don, you have been to, to, to Jerusalem? Unfortunately, no, I haven't. Well, I, I would I'd love to go. Um, it's a little bit of a political hotspot at the moment. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous to go there. When I was there, we um, we saw a rocket go over. Wow! And uh, the morning we left, there was um, somebody who went berserk about a uh, about two kilometres from our hotel and killed about nine people. Wow, that's scary. That's yeah, very, very scary. scary. It was, it's, it's a um, it's definitely a hot spot. Um, and yeah, when you're sort of sitting there in your hotel, it's like, oh, that's a rocket going overhead. And then um, the other thing was we were at Qumran and um, two super hornets came across at about 50 feet. And it was just like, oh, wow, this is the most amazing thing. One of them never came back. Wow. Wow. That's sad. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, it's kind of bizarre because you're going around to all these tourist spots and there's tourists everywhere. And it's a hot spot at the same time. There's a war around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's such a tiny country, you know. Those super hornets, by the time they take off, they're just about in the next country. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 yeah, but anyway, interesting, interesting location. But when you go there, I'm getting sidetracked now. When you go there, you've got, uh, you've got um, you know, this massive dome of the rock that sits on top of the Temple Mount and it completely dominates the skyline. You've ever seen a photo of the city of Jerusalem, you know, it, uh, it, it just dominates and it is, it is enormous and it is just, you know, one of the most spectacular buildings you will ever see, this big golden dome, um, just, just fantastic. And then you do the tour where they show you, you know, the whole history of the Temple and the Temple Mount. You know, they begin with... You know Abraham's sacrifice of, uh, or you know, um, where God asked him to sacrifice Isaac, and what the actual top of the mountain looked like at that time, 
where the you know the rock was that kind of thing and then they'll take you through and they'll show you you know the first temple was built there and then they'll show you you know all the different stages until you come down to the, the temple in the time of Jesus and it was three times the size and three times the height of the dome of the rock that is just amazing i mean it's it's pretty hard for us to comprehend you know a structure of that magnitude yeah particularly in those days because that dome of the rock it it dominates the skyline in a modern city you know where you've got high rise buildings um, this was not a modern city back in back in Jesus' day in the first century. This was a first century city where buildings were just not that tall. You had no high rises in the first century. You imagine what it would have been like to just you know to to be you know, traveling to Jerusalem, come over the top of the hill and just see that just standing there. Magnificent. Yeah. Yeah. Just unimaginable. And then you've got okay. So you've not only have you got that, the interior is lined with gold. You know, think about the, the, the whole interior of that was, um, was was lined with. So you walk into it, and of course, gold is a perfectly re, perfect reflector. And so, if you've ever been in a situation where you uh, you know you walk between two mirrors, you can see for eternity. You know, there's some, some great symbolism there. You've got you've got menorah, menorahs all down one side. You've got tables of showbread all down the other side. You've got the altar of incense right there. Um, this was a building that was unbelievably spectacular. And you can only imagine how, you know, how horrific it would be for somebody to defile that temple. There was a time when, uh, when there was a guy who did that, um, what was his name, Antiochus Epiphanes. Anybody remember what he did in the temple? I remember his name. I don't remember what he did or why yes, he's, he's famous. He's otherwise, he's otherwise known as Antiochus who? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was somebody who actually sacrificed a pig in that temple, yeah. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Okay, so you know, Antiochus Epiphanes turns up and he defiled the temple, you know, and and, and God and 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 you know, that's just a, a horrific thing to do, you know. That's like really, really uh, blasphemous kind of thing that took place. And of course, as a result of that, you know, a lot of Jewish um, people at the time were like, yep, we found the Antichrist. You know, nobody could be more Antichrist than this one. Um, and uh, this is the abomination of desolation right here. And of course, they missed a few key points in relationship to that. Jesus came along and set them straight and said, no, the abomination of desolation has not yet come in uh, Matthew chapter 24. But, you know, any which way you look at it, defiling that temple, that magnificent building built to symbolize the greatness of God, the magnificence of God. It's a really terrible thing to do. And, uh, and of course, God here talks about another temple now, which is his church. How is it that people, um, just, just you guys share with me your thoughts on this. How is it that people defile God's church? I think that uh, as we look at what uh, the Bible tells us are the fruits of the Spirit, you know, love, joy, peace, uh, long-suffering, all those sorts of things, which should be in God's church. And I think Mon alluded to this uh, a little while ago, that so often those beautiful aspects uh, of the, the, the fruits of the Spirit are not there. In fact, the, the, what uh, Galatians says is the works of the flesh are often seen. You know, we, we, we find uh, discord and we find jealousy. We find 
other aspects that are so different to what God wants in his church. And, and I think that in many ways, that's how we defile the church of God. Mm, mm. Yeah, indeed. It really comes down to self, doesn't it? It does. And, you know, an author that I love reading uh, her works uh, once said that the, the greatest battle that we will ever face is the, is the battle with self. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I know I've said it many times here on Faith FM, but whenever you stuff up your life, it's you that stuffs it up. <laughs> it <Amen>. is self. <laughs> you, nobody's ever stuffed up their life by being a follower of Jesus. No. At that you will not find that person. They they do not exist anywhere in the world. But there's plenty of people who turn their their uh, their lives into a train wreck themselves. Um, so often we uh, you know we like to blame everybody else. But the, the long and the short of it is, it's if our life is a train wreck, it's it's us. Can I just go back to to what I shared with regards to my own journey? I think it's not until we completely depend on God and His salvation and are willing to actually die to self, that God has the ability to fill us to the fullest with his Holy Spirit Mm. and give us those attributes that reveal his love to other people. This is the center of the gospel right here. Amen. And, um, you know, I, I wish in many ways that I had seen that years earlier and... You know, our walk with God is a journey. And, you know, we might have people listening to us out there where um, what we're saying could be a bit of a challenge to them. Mm-hmm. You know, where are they? It's a challenge to me. Yeah. Again, today. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> Dying to self. <laughs> this, is, this is this daily walk, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's not something where, you know, we have this uh, experience or we're baptized or, or, or something happens to us once. It's this daily walk with God that we all need. And, you know, we have an enemy who's trying to stop us from having that experience. And I don't want to dwell on it, but we should not overlook the fact that we do have an enemy. Mm. And he is there and he's trying to distract us and he's trying to cause us pain and heartache, often in a way that will get us to to look at God in the wrong way. Mm, mm. Um, So, you know... Our Christian walk is a daily walk. And even if you want to get it down, it's a moment-by-moment walk. Yeah, Yeah, moment-by-moment dying to self. And, uh, you know, and even when it comes to dying to self, we can't do that ourselves. No. We can only do that through... The one thing that we can do is allow God. That's right. Surrender. The surrender of self, allowing God to come in and, uh, and put self to death. Is uh, you know that's where the battle really takes place. Sometimes we always we always try and fight the battle in the wrong place, don't we? You know, the, the, the sin comes along, the temptation comes along. We grab hold of it and try and wrestle it to the ground, and fail Miserable. every time, every <laughs> single time, yeah. every single time. And uh, um, the real thing that we need to be wrestling with is is um, to surrender ourselves to Jesus Christ, because He has never been defeated, and never will be defeated. Yeah. Okay. So, looking at this uh, at this passage once again, we've got this concept of a family that comes through here as well. You know, God's church is a family, but not all families are that great. So, Mon, here's a question. You know, um, you know how how can can we as a church become the family that you know some people need who have never had a family? 
Oh, very simple. Just continue that dying to self moment by moment <laughs> and let God lead you and, and show you, you know, who it is in your church body that might need some, some mothering, some sistering, some brothering, some fathering, whatever it is, you know, you need to recognize within yourself um, the spiritual gifts that God has given you and put them to use. Mm. If you uh, have a talent, use it. And as, as a church, really, it's, um, it's part of our, it's our core business, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Is to be a family and to be there for uh, people that are, are, are struggling, um, you know, and, and, and their family may have been torn apart. But um, we can be a family for them. And the physical outworking that can be can be quite simple, just simple tasks. I mean, you and I were part of a wonderful church uh, back in Sydney, you know, years ago, uh, Marrickville Church. And that was, we often said it was kind of like a church <laughs> of like orphans that all came together from all over the world. And we, none of us seemed to have our family with us. And so we became each other's family. And we just treated each other the way that we would treat family. So, you know, we would pick each other up and take each other to church. If we didn't have a ride, we would like, you know, feed each other, hang out with each other. <clears throat> we would spend Christmases together. It became very much a family feel. Yeah, Don, just uh, be- you might be not unfamiliar with this church, but I think we had uh, 55 members at one stage in 23 different spoken languages. Yeah, That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cross-cultural. <laughs> yeah, and even though we, we came best. from so many different places and said so many cultural differences, we really just blended as a wonderful church family. We had the best fellowship yeah. lunches ever. It was oh, like you, could, you could go from, you know, it wasn't like going from one table to the other to go from one nationality to the next. It was like going from this dish. <laughs> you know, come from this part of the world. You know, here I'm in Asia. Here I'm in the Middle East. Here I'm in uh, Europe. Um, Europe. Here, you know, it was just like yeah. <laughs> it was the eat best. your way around the world just by going across one table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great experience right there, and really a good a good illustration, I think. You know, and it was far from perfect. We had, um, you know, even in that church that we had a split. Mm, it's true. Um, it's true. And so you know, you you uh, there's no such thing as a perfect family, and there's no mm-hmm. such thing as a perfect church. And if you find a perfect church, whatever you do, don't stay there because it's not God's church. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> because God's church is imperfect while it's here on earth, because there are human beings in it. It's true. All right, so let's let's look at some other aspects of this passage here. Where were we? We were in First uh, Corinthians, and um, um, Don, if you could um, just read that for us again, just to remind us of those of those verses, so that we know where we're up to, and then we'll continue on and look at a few others. Don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God? And that the Spirit of God lives in you. God will destroy anyone who destroys this temple, for God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. Thank you. Okay. The Bible says God's temple is holy. You are that temple. He's specifically speaking here about God's church corporately. We have been talking about how that God's church corporately ceases to be the temple or is defiled when we as individuals... Don't surrender ourselves to Jesus Christ. Mm. We don't die to self, and pride comes into the equation. Self comes into the equation, and that's where it comes apart. That's where it becomes defiled. And so what I want to do now is take this to a, uh, to a more personal level. Okay, so now I want to look at you as an individual, and this is how I've often looked at this passage. You as an individual, as the temple of God, um, if, if you as an individual are the temple of God, how would you go about, you know, the Bible says don't defile that temple. How do you defile that temple? That's a really good question. I, I think that, you know, there, there are probably many facets to that. I don't think there's one right answer. I mean, 
we you, you spoke about this beautiful mechanism, you mm-hmm. know, and, and science is still. I was hoping I was hoping you'd go there, Don, because I know that you love uh, to talk about um, health. Health is something that's um, very close to your heart. Um, and yeah, so we're going to come back and talk about that in just a moment, sure. Uh, because I think it's a really important part of you know this whole passage and this whole concept that we're dealing with. Right now, we're going to take a break. Um, this is Chelsea Moon and how firm a foundation. You're listening to Faith FM. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in His excellent word. What more can He say than to you He hath said? To you who for refuge to Jesus have fled Fear not, I am with thee, oh be not dismayed For I am thy God and will still give thee aid I'll strengthen thee, help thee, and cause thee to stand Upheld by my righteous omnipotent You are listening to Chelsea Moon with How Firm a Foundation here on Faith FM. And as we get back into the encounter with God, Mon, what have you got for us with a, for another clue? Let me hit you with a quick one. This one is an obscure one. It is, it is, it yeah, is. I like it though. Okay, what am I? Clue number four. Jehu used one of these to pierce the heart of Joram. Okay. Now, we all know Jehu, right? Yeah. What's right. Jehu famous for? Driving crazy. Okay, so he was the crazy driver he in the He was Bible. a hoon. Um, Don, you've been you've been a Jehu. You've been accused of being a Jehu. 
occasionally, only occasionally. Driving like a G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we try and keep that to a minimum these days. Um, I think when I was younger and sillier, um, that may have been uh, a little bit more the case, but um, wised up a bit since then, thankfully. And, and I just um, I just want to point out when it, when this clue says that Jehu used one of these to pierce the heart of Joram, it's not a metaphor. It is very very literal. Yeah, mm. this is, it's exactly what happened. It was um, yes, um, <clears throat> brutal, instant, and deadly. Indeed. Let's okay. get back to our Bible study. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about happier things. Let's talk about uh, defiling. Well. Actually, maybe not. this is not happier. <laughs> defiling the body. We're going to be talking about defiling the temple of God. And uh, Joram's temple was definitely defiled by one of those things that is in the clue, but in a different way, than a di- different kind of context. Um, okay, so how do we, you know, um, Don is somebody who has uh, for a long time been very interested in health. He was interested in health before he became a Christian, but it's become a part of his Christian experience. You know, how, how, do we, how do we defile the temple of God? We think about our body. So we've talked about the church as the temple of God. Now we talk about our body as the temple of God. Um, how do we defile our body as the temple of God? Look, I think that we have such uh, a broad uh, body of information now with regards to how if one aspect of our being is affected in a negative way, how it affects every other part of our being. Mm -hmm. And for instance, we might be healthy from the point of view of what we eat. Uh, We might even exercise. But if we have incredible stress through uh, anger or, or, you know, some other... uh, Or through pastoring a church. I think you've you've been there yourself. I've been there. (laughs) Um, You know... We, we, we know that that can have a, an absolutely detrimental effect on the physical part. Here we have a mental uh, issue affecting the physical part of our body. Mm. And in fact, I was at a seminar just recently where they said that stress can be more detrimental to your health than smoking. And that just blew me away. That is mind-blowing. Yeah. Okay, we have we have the perfect antidote for stress right here at the Adventist Alpine Village. Uh-huh. Uh, give us a call right now, 1-800-324-843, because we have a giveaway um, where we are giving away two free holidays. You can register your name. It will be uh, drawn on Friday. We will announce the winners on Friday. So two free holidays going. Um, summer holidays, uh, you come here and stay in one of the chalets, bring uh, uh, either for a couple or for a family. So um, 1-800-324-843. 843 is the number, or contact us via any of our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. What else we got, Mon? Um, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. That's it, I think. You can phone us, text us, oh, uh, on our website via our email, mm-hmm. uh, faithfm.com.au. Info yeah. at faithfm. Look, you can All that. build anyway, a fire just, just and send smoke signals. <laughs> Yes, all that. Okay, so send us a message and uh, we'll put you in the draw for that. Okay, so now we were talking about uh, uh, defiling the body. You were talking about how stress. Okay, so you come here, and and, and this is one of the reasons why, you know, Mon and I have had holiday brain this morning. (laughs) It's because we have relaxed. One of the things I think that really relaxes you is just simply be able to look out the window and rather than seeing the house next door or the office block next door, is just see trees. That's, that is actually been proven to be a scientific fact uh-huh. that people have had their body functions monitored from what they might call their normal environment 
and they take them out into nature and then they monitor their body functions. And a whole lot of good stuff happens in the body just by being out in nature. Mm-hmm. Now, how remarkable is that? I think it's fantastic. I think it's, we were designed to be in nature. That was uh, how God made us in the first place. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, there's, 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 I don't think there's a better way of restoring you know, <coughs> the body temple than to get out to a beautiful place like where we are right now. Yeah, I, I went for a walk this morning and I'm walking in a paddock and in front of me is a half a dozen kangaroos just grazing uh, probably within, uh, you know, 20 metres of me. It was just, you know, just a remarkable thing. Yeah. Um, they eventually decided to leave as I got closer, but <laughs> here they were just grazing in this paddock. A little bit sure about who's this Don guy? Why is he walking through our paddock? But uh, yeah, it is. It is. It is truly fantastic. And I've been told that you know straight lines are stressful. Oh, you guys have to look out the studio window right now at the road right across there, Mon. You might not be able. <gasps> it's to a wombat. Oh, how cute! Oh, what a big chunky see, wombat. See, this is my whole point right here, guys. You need to come to this place. Oh, I just want to run outside and go hug it. Can you see it? It's at the at the intersection there where the red car is going up the road. Oh, he's so cute. They're like little tanks with legs, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Can we wrap this show up? <laughs> Our, produ- Our producer just vanished. She's gone. Get She's your camera, shell. Go and get a picture. Oh, okay, but this, so is what, this just illustrates what we're talking about. This, you need to be here, guys. Give us a call. 1-800-324-843. You can come for free. Yeah, there's, there's free. like wild Summer horses passes. on the hills and kangaroos. We, before the show started, we were like in the live studio audience and ourselves we were enjoying the uh, – there was a mother kangaroo and a baby kangaroo just outside the studio just popping along the hill for the second morning in a row Joey I know about uh, 20 metres outside the window mm-hmm. and uh, yeah yeah so okay anyway all right, getting back to so this is this is how you this is how you purify the uh, the temple of God I think one of the ways that you defile the temple of God is to um, you know go and live in one of those um, um, human filing cabinets otherwise known as an apartment building you yeah. know, it's just like the opposite extreme isn't it yeah now I know that some people live there because of necessity but hey if you've got the option you know, and if you live there because of necessity, take the opportunity. You don't need much to go to the bush. It's true. Um, in fact, to come here right now, all you need is a uh, transport to get here um, we, or to register for it anyway. Okay, so where were we? Let's look at uh, what we're here in Second Corinthians, talking about the temple of God. Uh, where were we? We're in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 3, um, verse 16 and 17. Why am I? Um, Are you First Corinthians or Second Corinthians? I'm in Second Corinthians. Anyway, we're in first. We're in. First oh, you're in first. <laughs> we're in first. <laughs> Holiday brain. No, See, this is what wombats do to my brain. I do like wombat. I'm getting wombat brain right now. Your brain's getting a bit wombly, is it? It's getting definitely getting wombly. Let let, let me go to First Corinthians. I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, this is not right. I'm not reading the right verses right here. Uh, where were we? We were in chapter 3. Okay, so let's go to chapter 6 now and verse 19 and 20. Chapter 6, verse 19 and 20. You got that one for us, Don? 6, 19 and 20. Let me find that. Here we go. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honour God with your body. 
Mm, okay, so the Bible says that you do not belong to yourself. Your temple, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and you don't belong to yourself. Now, if you borrow something off somebody else, if you have something in your possession that is not yours, can you do with it whatever you want, or is it going to come with you know, certain restrictions? You, sh- I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. Yeah, it's you'd kind be of, abusing it if you did. Yeah, it's kind of bad thing, you know. If I was to, uh, what, what kind of car do you drive, Don? I drive a Nissan Maxima, a few okay. years old, a few mm-hmm. kilometres on it, but it's a nice car. All right, so let's say I borrow your, your, your Nissan Maxima. It's got a few Ks on it, and uh, I'm like, hey, Don, I just need to borrow this, but then I mistreat it. It's not such a good thing, and uh, we can't mistreat our bodies either. Could teach you, will you tell me what must I do for eternal life? I've kept you lost completely. Sell all you have, give to the poor. Then heaven's treasure shall be yours. How hard for those who are rich on earth to gain the wealth of heaven.
Mm -hmm. Do you believe in miracles? Look, if God can change my life, I think I definitely believe in miracles. Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community. Oh yeah, how? Well, it's worshipping together, loving together, learning together, and above all, preparing for Jesus to return together. Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening? Bible studies start at 10am, service at 11am, and guess what that's followed by? Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely. Well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales. Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile. Do you enjoy fantastic food, fun, friends and fellowship? Sure do. Then join us at the Philos Food Hub. For $5, you can receive a large food pack with free fruit and veggies thrown in. And a complimentary breakfast as well. Wow. Where? At the Adventist Church on Newcastle Road, Walls End, number 63. Is that the big iconic A-frame church near the roundabout? Sure is, and it starts 10 a.m. every Thursday. Great. I'll see you there.
You've been listening to Leonie Gardner with People Get Ready here on Faith FM and I should just say that uh, Leonie Gardner is right with us here at the Grey Nomads Camp Meeting in Jindabyne where we are transmitting live from Jindabyne. We even have a, uh, a live studio audience that uh, comes in to uh, watch part of the show, which is always so much fun. They were jumping in and having some participation this morning. Giving away the quiz answer by yelling it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yelling out the quiz answer, all that kind of stuff. Speaking of the quiz, Lyle, let me give yes. you one last clue for this quiz. Okay, what am I? The shield of faith extinguishes all the flaming blank shot by the enemy. What's the word that belongs in the blank? Give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, and you can win the prize this morning. The prize actually has two answers now. Does it? Depending on which translation of the Bible you use on that last quiz. It's true. It's true. Yes. It's true. But, you know. but yeah, yeah, if you put it along with the other, <laughs> the other questions, you'll get the right answer. Yes. Indeed. Okay, so you know the answer to that one? Give us a call. 1-800-324-843 is our number. Okay, Lyle, it's time for our Q of the D. Uh, it's a very good question today, actually, Lyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so the question that has come in is, let me just make sure I'm videoing. Hang on. Press record. Here we go. Why did God tell the prophet Hosea that he should marry a prostitute? Okay, this is a this is an amazing story. You're going to find it in the first three chapters of Hosea, and you know the Bible gives it in very factual language, which kind of I think uh, um, you know almost detracts from the emotions that are going on here. And the the primary reason why God does this is that God is harnessing the power of social media. Uh, of course, you might be thinking, well, social media didn't exist back then. Yes, social media was very much in existence back then. It was just as powerful today. And in effect, what God was doing was creating a scandal because everybody loves a scandal. And so what you've got is a situation where the new minister turns up. He's a young guy. He's single. Uh, he's on fire for God. He's in a nation that is you know, just as far from God as what they can just about get. He turns up and he is there to be you know, a representative really of... Of, uh, of who God is. And then God tells him to marry one of the local prostitutes. Now, the moment that he does so, he's gone from being relatively obscure to everyone in the nation of Israel knows exactly who Hosea is because of the power of gossip and scandal. So God has created a bit of a scandal here. Because no one marries a prostitute, right? No, no one marries yeah, a prostitute, yeah. but, but particularly not in that culture. I mean, mm. in today's culture, if the new minister turned up in a new church and he was just starting off and the first thing he does is marry a prostitute, even in today's society, people would still comment That'd on that. would be making waves. Yeah, you, be honest with yourself. You would talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then, I mean, this was a scandal just of, of another level altogether. So you know that this message went across the nation of Israel um, faster than if Twitter had been invented. And so God was harnessing the power of, of uh, social media, of scandal, to get a message out to his people. And he's saying to his people, look, you have, you have turned yourselves into a prostitute, but I want to, I want to come back to you with love. I want, to, I want to draw you back to myself. I want to buy you back. I want to redeem you um, and, 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 and give you, you know, and, and turn you into a new person. I want you to be able to leave this old life behind and live a new life united with me. This was the object lesson that was God was giving. And it became a lifetime object lesson. And of course, Hosea loved her, truly, totally loved loved her with his whole heart. Now, you might be thinking, well, how does love, how can love possibly exist in a arranged marriage? Well, if you study arranged marriages, love is actually a very uh, common thing in arranged marriages because love is a principle. 
Uh, love is something that you choose to do. Hollywood says, oh, it's something you fall into. You don't fall into love. You might fall into infatuation, but love is something that you choose to do. And so he loved her with his whole heart. He loved her entire life. She was turned out to be a very broken person. Her brokenness caught up with her. She ended up leaving him. Um, she ended up in, in, eventually being sold as a slave as a very elderly woman later on in life. Hosea comes and he buys her back. Um, he goes to the slave market, he bids on her, he buys her back, and he does not take her back as a slave, but he restores her to the full position of his wife. Um, and you read the poem that he writes there, you know, let's go into a wilderness place, much like we are right now, a beautiful location, and, uh, and, and let's sing together. And it's just the most amazing love story that you'll ever find anywhere in the Bible. And it's a story of God's redemption, where God has bought us back. Jesus bought us, he paid for us with his blood, and, uh, and, and we've been redeemed because of that. The song that we're about to, to uh, hear comes from True North, and it is the story of Hosea and Gomer and their love for each other. Go plead with your mother Were the words of Hosea As he sent his children One day the word was told Some slaves were being 
Back to Faith FM. It is the end of our show. We've had a wonderful show. So many different people popping in and out of our show. We enjoy having a live studio. Yeah, yeah. I think, we, I think we should do this all the time. I think we should all stay at Tinder Mind forever. <laughs> Us and the wombat. The wombat, by the way. If you want to check out how cute that wombat was that was outside our studio, jump on our Facebook or our Instagram. We put up pictures for it, including instructions on how to come see the wombat yourself, aka enter the Alpine holiday giveaway that we are doing this week. Speaking of giveaways, I think, I think he's probably not the only wombat. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think there's probably more than him around. Usually, the place. where there's one, there's been at least two more before him. <laughs> Usually, that is the way it works. Well, but Lyle, he was kind of super cute, and, 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 he was and when a our really producer went, one. when our producer went running out there to take his photo, she abandoned the desk. She, abandoned- she was like, "Wombats are more important than radio right now." <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the photo was there on our Facebook, courtesy of our, uh, courtesy of our producer who. Um, who Ran uh, out left us to our left us to our own um, our own uh, devices? Fate, <laughs> yeah. Devices, yes. Okay, Lyle, we have another giveaway. Speaking of giveaways, um, oh, this is about a prostitute. Yes, yeah, so we were just talking about a prostitute uh, Hosea and his relationship with grandmother prostitute that was ordained by God. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have another <clears throat> another giveaway. It is a book. It's called At Jesus's Feet. It's by Doug Batchelor. Uh, it's it's a book about the prostitute Mary Magdalene. And um, you know, we talked about how the story of Hosea and Goma is really uh, an example of. How how God loves us and how He keeps redeeming us. He keeps bringing us back. And no matter how many times we stuff up, if we ask for His forgiveness, He will come for us and mm-hmm. He will rescue us. And this story is a, a beautiful, this book is a beautiful uh, example of that again, of uh, the prostitute Mary Magdalene and how her life was in shambles and how God redeemed her and how she actually met Jesus and was actually at Jesus' feet. You know, we have the famous story of her washing His feet with her hair. So give us a call if you would like a copy of this book. We have one copy to give away. The number is 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. Just be the first person to call through and we'll send it to you. You're listening to Faith FM. This is Vocal Union here on uh, yeah, Faith FM. We'll be back tomorrow morning after the 7 o'clock news. We read and
heard a story from the blessed old book How the walls of Jericho, the people marched around And when the trumpet sounded, how the mighty walls shook Walls around the city came a-tumbling down The Lord delivered Daniel from the hungry lion's den He rolled the waters back before old Moses and his men He led the people out of Egypt's bondage and its sin The Lord, he calmed the ocean and the mighty winds that blew He saved the Hebrew children from the fiery furnace too He rose up from the grave just like the prophet said he do Never will forsake us, matter not what may come Safely he will lead his faithful children on home The Lord said, Brother Jonah, go to Nineveh land But he disobeyed the Lord by hiding away Then Jonah got converted to obey the command from the well the Lord delivered him on that day The Lord delivered Daniel from the hungry lion's den He rolled the waters back before old Moses and his men He led the people out of Egypt's bondage and its sin The Lord, he calmed the ocean and the mighty winds that blew He saved the Hebrew children from the fiery furnace too He rose up from the grave just like the prophet said he'd do Never will forsake us, matter not what may come Safely he will lead his faithful children on home The Lord has raised the dead and caused the blinded to see Cleanse the leper spots and turn the water to wine The Lord's the same today and now forever will be there's no other power like the Savior Divine The Lord delivered Daniel from the hungry lion's den He rolled the waters back before old Moses and his men He led the people out of Egypt's bondage and its sin The Lord, he calmed the ocean and the mighty winds that blew He saved the Hebrew children from the fiery furnace too He rose up from the grave just like the prophet said he do Never will forsake us, matter not what may come Safely he will lead his faithful children on home